Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the film Nefarious. This movie came out early last year, um, I want to say like in April or May of 2023. Uh, But the movie was written and directed by Chuck Koselman, and the movie stars uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, and Jordan Belfi. Basically, this movie is about a psychiatrist who must determine if a death row inmate is considered crazy uh, to be executed or not. Now, this inmate in particular claims to be a demon uh, from the underworld. And the more that this guy, the more the psychiatrist begins to interrogate or interview him, the more it starts to become a reality that this guy may know something that, you know, that is not really privy to a lot of people and it really is it really does become more than a dark psychological thriller almost borderline horror movie and um this was a very very uh intense and a very very dark movie in a way the movie is heavily reliant on the performance from sean patrick flannery who plays the character of of uh, uh, his name is Edward Brady, and but the demon's name goes by Nefariamus or Nefarious in other languages. His performance is what makes the film. It, it it carries the entire film. It's really really good. The fact that the majority of this film takes place in a interrogation room, and the fact that he's it almost looks like he's pushing the psychiatrist to the brink of extinction be- to the to the extension of to the extent of you don't know whether or not this guy is psychotic or this guy it really is telling the truth and the fact that he is a he is who he says he is and the more the psychiatrist tries to peel back the layers the further he's letting this dark entity get into his personal life and get to him in a way and this was a this was a movie that was like bone chilling to its core because you have no idea where this is going to end up you have no idea how this is going to play out and i think what makes that is what makes the movie interesting is that you're on the edge of your seat majority of the mostly throughout the entire movie but the guy the main villain of the film nefarious tells you you're going to commit three murders today by the time you leave this building and it's like, okay, how is this going to play out? They tell you in in advance what's going to happen, and the movie plays it out the way it should. And not knowing when or where it's going to strike, it's like, that's what makes the movie kind of unpredictable in a lot of ways. Now, Shyamalan did that, you know, with the movie The Sixth Sense when the kid says, I see dead people. Knowing you're going to see dead people, and knowing you're going to see what is about to happen and everything like that. And, you know, giving that information, you're, you're setting yourself up for it. So when the guy says you're going to commit three murders today before you leave this building, it's like, whoa, okay. So how's that going to play out? And then to see it play out the way it does, almost like a cat and mouse game, because you have this guy trying to break this psychiatrist mentally and emotionally. But then the psychiatrist also tries to one up him by doing something completely different as well. And it's like, okay. This goes back and forth in a lot of ways. And by the time we get to the end of the film, you're just like, holy shit, where, 
where does this go now? Because now you realize that this entire roller coaster of emotion that we just went on, you realize that we're not done yet. And even the movie does have somewhat of a cliffhanger ending, but the real star of the film is the character of Nef of Nefarious, because um, Flannery's performance is, like I said, it carries the entire movie. To see him change dialects and to change uh, 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 voice, you know, to change voices every so often, it's almost like in another M. Night Shyamalan film is uh, Split, how the guy has multiple personalities in his mind and he's able to switch on a dime. This guy does that really well in between himself and in the, uh, and in the demon voice, but it, the demon voice just sounds more, more, it's got a, it's got a lower octave and it's almost, you know, it, it's almost as like the stutter that the, that the main person has completely goes away and it's a different accent it's a different voice and the way it changes the way he pronounces words the way it's the way he says certain things and the way he kind of looks and the, his mannerisms everything about him it comes across as maniacal like the joker but the way he changes um the way he changes voices every so often like jumping from one character to another is really encapt is really captivating in a way that is just is it's bone chilling to your core, but at the same time, from a storytelling aspect, it makes a whole lot of sense. Now, this movie is based on a 2016 novel, um, a nefarious plot. Which, from my understanding, the novel has the same concept, but it, it just takes place in the interrogation room. It's the entire story is the interrogation room. So, whereas the movie, you get a backstory on how we got here the psychiatrist's backstory, a little bit of his personal life. And then we got a little bit of a, of a different ending. Cause from my understanding, the ending of the book is much different than the ending of the movie. Um, I had heard about this movie, the movie, the trailer had come out last year and I thought that was, I thought it was a really good movie to go see in the theater. Now I didn't get a chance to see it in the theater. It dropped on prime video, uh, towards the end of the year. And I finally got a chance to watch it. And I was very, very impressed by it. I think, the idea that less is more when it comes to psychological thrills like this rings true because you didn't need a whole lot of special effects and, you know, creepy camera work and dark mo and dark moments and things like that. You just needed a guy who's, who has an incredible presence about him because he's unhinged to where the guy he's coming up against is unbothered by a lot of it. And this cat and mouse begins from the moment this, interview begins and things like that it's very very it's a mind-boggling film you know and it's told through it's told through the eyes of this psychiatrist and granted it doesn't really have a whole lot of jump scares it's not that it's not that type of movie by any means but it does have those kind of like those cold and calculated crime drama that you would see like on TV or something like that, like a criminal minds or a law and order. It has that same type of fluidity to it. But I think because of the performances that we get from both Sean Patrick Flannery and, uh, and, uh, Jordan, Jordan Baffle, um, because we're, we're given just these two guys, like we do have, 
other people in the movie, but they're not, they're barely given any type of screen time. The most screen time we see is the patient and the doctor. That's really it. And because the story is told through them, those two characters' points of view, it does get, you know, a little bit tiresome uh, at times. And there's no real time to kind of get any type of characteristics on anyone else. But you don't need it at this point. Because the film is just surrounding these two guys and it's just surrounding this one interview, you're encapsulated by that. You're in, You're captivated by that in a way that is both... It's engaging and inviting, but at the same time, you realize that man, we're about to go on one of the, we're about to go on a dark roller coaster ride because it's like, it's like going on a roller coaster, but the lights are off, you know. Like if you've ever been on Space Mountain at Disney World, it's like that. You can't see where you're going. You just know that you're going along for the ride. It's entertaining, and the like I said before, the idea that less is more rings true, especially with a movie like this. You didn't need a whole lot of special effects. You didn't need him to be this crazy guy like the Joker or somebody soft, you know, cold and calculating like um, uh, like Kevin Spacey in the movie Seven or something like that. He just was a guy whose body's been taken over by a dark entity and he has no way to control it. And the psychiatrist is trying, not necessarily trying to help him, but trying to see if this really is something that, um, something that is going on. It very... It varies. It has a lot of earmarks to a movie like the the most recent Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. You had a lot of skepticism about it going into it, and then when the Warrens kind of let them in on the secret and let them know that this really is goes on, then you believe it. The same thing with the psychiatrist. He's optimistic in a way that it's like mm, this doesn't seem true at all, and you know this seems too good to be true. But then when the more he starts talking to this entity and the more he starts to interview and peel back the layers and dissect his brain you realize that you know it's a bag full of hamsters because you have no idea where it's going to go you have no idea what he's talking about you just think he's legit crazy but it's when he starts getting into his personal life into his own thoughts that it it really really it really kind of takes you for a loop because you're like oh shit the more it's like the more the more enticing and the more um uh, what's the word the more enticing and the more um the more you egg it on the more you know the the bigger the reach is going to be on you and once that happens it's just you know all bets are off after that and um this was a pretty good movie um i was expecting kind of like a uh a, a by the book dark psychological thriller i wasn't expecting this you know to be like a little bit dramatic and a little bit um a little bit I wasn't expecting it to be this well put together so to speak I had low expectations because there have been other movies like this before but never kind of with this type of performance I think the performance and the cinematography and the writing of this film really benefit uh really give it a boost in a lot of ways and you can't ask for more in a um in a psychological thriller I was I my expectations were not high, but I was ex I was just expecting an entertaining psychological thriller, and I was more than entertained. I was very impressed by it. The movie dropped on Prime Video. If you have not seen it, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's not a Prime original, but it is a movie that 
was made available on Prime Video. So if you have Prime Video, I would highly recommend checking it out. It's really good. The movie's called Nefarious. It came out early last year. It's based on a book of, uh, it's based on a crime novel, I think. I want to say it's a crime novel. Uh, I don't think it's based on a true story, but I could be wrong. I didn't really do the research on the book itself, but, um, I mean, yeah, I highly recommend it. I think it's really good. Definitely check it out if you haven't seen it already. That's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you liked the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and X, The Madhouse 21. Um, let me know what you guys thought about the movie Nefarious. Have you seen it? What did you think about it? Did you think the book was better? Because I know there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they'll judge a book by its cover quickly. And, um, you know, whatever the case may be, let me know. Instagram and X, The Madhouse 21. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Uh, this time next week will be, will, will be the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll do that episode. That's going to be next Sunday. We've got a bunch of episodes coming out this week. Um uh, if you heard my, my if you heard my episode yesterday uh, for the video game Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, you'll understand why we've kind of had a big break in here because I spent a lot of time trying to play that game and trying to beat it all at once. But definitely check out that episode. Uh, like I said in yesterday's episode, I will be trying to introduce a little bit more uh, gaming content as far as reviews for upcoming video games as well as games that have already come out. Uh, I'm starting to put together one for the Batman Arkham series, uh, the Spider-Man trilogy, and then of course Injustice 2. And there's a couple of video games that are coming out this year that I do want to try to sink my teeth into and try to get uh, a review out for that. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always, be sure to embrace your inner madness.